Yeah, well, what a week of AFL. The game is in absolute disarray, and we have got two of the most qualified men in the country to dissect this absolute dog's breakfast of a competition. We've got all your favourites are back, and Brownie's going to have a crack at one of the most iconic movie scenes in history as Hello? soon as he's just answered, his, he's just answered a phone call. Just doing the podcast, mate. My God. Can you believe this? Oh, my God. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs> Brownie, okay. what's going on, Are you on, kidding? Mate? This is a professional... Podcast. What well, was he? What we don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, good stuff. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. I'm quite happy with that one, aren't you? Well, before we dive in, I've got some very good news. We, yeah, I'm yeah. going to announce for the first time now. Despite you guys, you know, you're a big media man. You're a big media man. Ex AFL players, you couldn't get us a sponsor. That's right. Oh, little hum did. Well done. Well done. Hugo Wines are back. They're back. They're they back. are back. We've got a, some we, more got, wine coming our yes, way. Yes, there is some more wine coming our way. And I said, well, that's all you need to do to be our beautiful sponsor. So HugoWines.com. Dot .au, I think there'll be some Grenache, Grenache. coming. I love the Grenache. Christine nice. loves a Grenache. Talking about it, she rang me before, but she loves a Grenache. We sit down on the couch after the kids go to bed. We have a Grenache. Every and, night? Um, uh, every second night <laughs> at the moment. And, uh, I'm, uh, I'm in some pretty good form. No, we always do condone Hugo wine drinking responsibly, but let's dive into a bit. No, but just before we do, before we get into the footy stuff, Nato, do you remember last week uh, Richard over here said that he was the best defender in Division Three amateurs. Well, this this is a yeah. man who also said that <laughs> if he had played on me at any time throughout my career, he would have beat I wouldn't have got a kick and he would have beaten one, me. He was a one-on-one, on one, better player, oh, more aggressive, right. more agile. Yeah. So, no, I said you had me in agility, but that's probably it. So, but a quick question, Richard. So yes, no answer. Oh, dear. Did you get dropped last week? <laughs> Did you? Yes. How have you known? How do you know? <laughs> because I had a mate in the team that you were playing last week and he knows you obviously and he said that you were dropped but got a late recall is that I right? was dropped I was dropped I, I don't even So let's just go why. through the division that you were dropped from Division 3 amateurs Division <laughs> Well three and look if I'm being amateurs. honest it's Division 3 makes it sound a lot better because there is A B and C and then it goes A but A division B division C division Division 1 division 2 so and division 6 three. division <laughs> He's been he's been dropped to the 7th Anyway, so you... I was dropped, but I did get a, I you got got a late, late recall. But I believe you got a late recall. Yeah. And you were you, no good. He got a free kick, and then he responded to the guy who had, you know, given the free kick against him, and I it was reversed. It was reversed, and he then had a shot on goal. Did yeah, it cost you the game? we had a shot on goal. I, uh, there was an issue. A guy tried to break my leg. I sort of remonstrated. The umpire didn't look at it too kindly. Right. Got reversed. They had a shot on goal. They kicked the goal, and uh, it didn't go well for me. Right. Peanut. There on. Well, I've got well. my hands on the text message from Richard's coach. You the, the message. This? You don't know no, who. You don't. you don't know that I know people that know you, and I've kept it pretty this? quiet. So this is a this is a direct text from Richard's coach in Division Six <laughs> amateurs. <laughs> I thought, I thought your game was really poor, to be honest. <laughs> you were better than that. If things don't go what your way, you need to have a more resilient mindset and not throw the toys out of the cot. <laughs> I'm looking for good attitudes as well as good ability at the moment. You have neither. <laughs> you need to lift. <laughs> is that like a, a proper text message to the I'm coach? I'm not. How have you got that? This, that I've this never is, got a, a poorer result than that from a coach this ever. This is not made up. You sent that to one of your colleagues who has given me <laughs> access to it. stitched me up. Yeah. yeah so, that, I did get that from I got that. Who's lagged you in there? He's, uh, I don't know. One little something. So you, you, running around you need here. to lift, mate. It's not good. You I, I will be in the, uh, the twos this week. But enough of Division 7 footy. Let's get into the real stuff. 
it has been. I can't recall a time when the when the AFL has been plagued by so many different issues. It, it's times I mean, we live in. So let's let's tackle the first one: the pinching. Of course, Ben Stratton, a new a new skipper of the Hawthorne Footy Club. Yep. As a Hawthorne member and fan, had lifelong. I'm d- disgusted. Mm. I think Look, it is appalling. It's, it's not something I to be disgusted about. It's, it's, I think well, it ca- it, he's I, a naughty boy, and you gave him a rap over the knuckles, and he got a couple of weeks. I thought two weeks was a bit harsh, but in terms of badness, I mean. It's, it's, it's not a good, It is not a good it's, look for a captain. It's not a good look, no. But there's been calls by media people to strip him of the captaincy, which is the most ridiculous yeah, thing I've ever I'll heard. tell you what the difference is. 20 years ago, this stuff happened all of the time, okay? And it was swept under the carpet, and no one really ever heard of it. But the difference is now you've got umpteen dozen yeah. footy shows during the week. The cameras at the ground... Never, are, you, there's uh, no... You cannot you cannot, hide. can't hide now. I mean, not, the cameras back in the day, there might have been five or six. There's probably 15 or 16 at the ground. Now, if you're doing anything on the ground, you're going to get caught out. You just simply can't do that anymore. And there is more of a responsibility now with the kids. You don't want yep. young kids going to Auskick on a Saturday morning. Pinching. And pinching, pinching. Do you? No, you don't. So Ben Ben knows that. Let's not hang him for it. He's had a great career. Yeah. But that stuff used to happen all the time, didn't it? It did. And to- there was a massive overreaction to it this week, I thought. I mean... Like I said, people calling for him to be stripped of the captaincy. See, I've never well, heard of anything silly. so ridiculous. Did you? What, what, you were both gun forwards. Did you? Would you have opponents who would implement similar tactics? Just to get tagged by Stevie Baker a lot. Little nugget. Ooh. Obviously, played for St a hard nut. And the ball used to be up the other end, and you used to stand there either with your hands on your hips, or it was, this is a time where you didn't fold up. And he was used to punch me in the back of the arm here, and I, I had bruises there, and it, it would hurt. And then one day I turned around to him and I said, "Bakes." You do that again, I'm going to knock you out. <laughs> oh, jeez. He would have laughed. He just laughed at me. He goes, Quivering. he looked at me and goes, no, you won't. <laughs> he called said, you bluff. Yeah, he got me there. He called you jeez, bluff. Remember when Stevie J got sick of his tagging? Well, it was the same thing. He, he was doing the same thing to him and Stevie J did. He got four weeks, yeah, I think, mean, Stevie did. J. I mean, the elbow been, to the back. And that's yeah. the problem now. Fant- Razio couldn't respond. You can't respond because you know that you're going to get uh, whacked. Would you like to be able to see that you are, say that he did retaliate and the tribunal said, no, well, we could say that. You don't want that? No, don't even mention that. We can't have any of that in the game. The king of pinching, though, was Ned Kelly back in the uh, mid-90s. He started it all. I mean, he was the one. He was doing it every single week, Ned. My first game back from a knee reco was an Ansett Cup, I think it was, in the mid-90s, out at Waverley. I've got no confidence as it is. First game back from a knee reco, and I copped Ned Kelly. Or if he didn't pinch me a hundred times... I'd be uh, lying. <laughs> Were you ever tempted to belt him? No, I was scared of him. But Ned did it to the biggest. <laughs> he did it to Plugger. He, he did, did it to Gary Ablett. Oh. He did it to all of them. He, he didn't. He didn't mince words, did he? He actually retired though after he did it to Plugger. <laughs> do you think he ben- retired at half time? He pinched Plugger, and Plugger <laughs> said, "If you do that again, I am going to knock you out." And unlike you, Plugger would have done it. He went in at half time and told Lee Matthews that was it. He was retiring at half time. Uh, this came after we recorded last week and it uh, polarised the footy community. Sydney Stack and Eddie Betts. Eddie Betts kicked a remarkable goal. It is, it is incredible how often he can do this and just he, you never see him miss. But Sydney Stack got right around him and said, you know, it was... It, it did. It polarised. Some people yeah. said it was all right. Richard, you're from that camp. You you like oh, to see it? I thought it was. I think ninety-eight percent of people thought it was all that, right. That's the thing. I think it got blown out. I think yeah. a couple. Of, Gary Lyon expressed his. Cam Smith from the Storm said he didn't like it. He would yeah. have taken the guy. So, but each of their own. You don't, you don't need to be hung 
for a for a um, for an opinion, nah. and we're allowed to have opinions. Yeah. And we live in a country with free speech, so you yep. should be able to. But ninety eight percent of people loved it, which I did. And I yeah. thought it was great. Well, you're and you're a Richmond supporter. You're I a Richmond supporter. Great. Suits you. Did you did you are you happy to see that despite being down by six goals at the time? Oh no, it doesn't worry me because if, as long as you are playing the game in the correct manner, which he is, yep. he is playing an outstanding. Certain players, if they did it, you'd sit there and question it. But yeah. Sydney stacked the way he goes about yeah, it. I agree you with don't. that. I agree with that. If it was a player that wasn't playing to his potential and wasn't doing what he needed to do, maybe you'd say, "Hey." worry about the game but stack that doesn't worry him he's got a strong mindset the leader, courses, is, it, is this different than was it david myers who had the shot and goal and missed for essendon oh that was and nice. it's he, a bit different strong. again the, the, yeah. the back the backdrop to the whole sydney stack thing is that he'd been playing on bets all night what a great one-on-one uh, -on -one and kept him quiet kept him quiet and all night he'd been saying to eddie you're not going to get one of those goals tonight, Eddie. And, of course, he did with about 90 seconds to go. Mm. And I thought it was fantastic. So, And the game was over. Yeah. Richo down in Tassie on the weekend. Back yeah. to you. Now, Richo, as we know, was brought up, born and bred in, in Tasmania. You'd think mm. if you were going down to commentate a game on a, on a cold Sunday, you'd have a jacket. Well, this especially, is a man. Especially a man who's just signed a very lucrative deal with Uniqlo and we saw last week. Didn't have a jacket. <laughs> and a man who used to always tell me, when you come down to Tassie Brownie, he goes, make sure you plaque plenty, uh, plenty of sunscreen. I said, why is that, Matthew? He goes, the sun down here is hotter than it is in Victoria, no. and it burns you. <laughs> he goes, the sun in Tasmania burns you more than it does in Victoria. See, you are Come an on. imbecile, mate. But what I said was, you will get. It doesn't. It's not hotter down there. Mm. But the rays get through better because there's no oh, pollution. Well, you get okay. some the rays get through. But I did. I forgot a jacket, no. Rich. So How? you know what happened? What about your beautiful Uniqlo jacket? Oh, I was it's that like tired. It's like a desert down there. The, the sun rays are that bad. <laughs> I woke up Sunday morning. I was that tired. I got in the car, drove to the airport, forgot where I was going, basically. I was going to Tassie. I was that cold when I got there. I was shivering. Luckily, my good mate Wayne Campbell is the footy boss at GWS, and he gave me a GWS jacket to wear for, for two, the day. Retail for two hundred and ninety nine dollars. That jacket. Was it his, yeah. what is it his jacket? No. Have you still got it? Wayne's jacket. Yeah, I have got it. I'll uh, I'll donate that to a good cause. Oh, some good man. Burning question time, Richo. When we just answer the hard hitting issues. There's a question that needs I to be answered. I love this. I love your it is, it is one of our favourite segments. Well, yeah. this, is legs. this is something that needs to be asked to the whole community. Have we lost our table manners, our etiquette Ooh. at the dinner table? Ooh. Have we? Who has? I mean, Rich, you, you grew up in a yeah. household well, that I, had table manners. Private school. I grew, up, yeah. I grew up. If I had to eat my... When I would sit down at a table, we'd all sit down. We're a very strict family. We'd have to have tennis balls under our arms. Now, so, if, Is that because you don't if, have your elbows yeah, so you out don't on have the your table? Elbows. And if the tennis balls dropped, that meant you had your elbows out. Bang, that would give you a clip. Well, mate, Fair so enough, was, too. I was in a household similar. My mum was a home economics teacher. And yep. She was big on etiquette around the table. Of course, you, you have your mouth closed when you're eating. You know, you don't. That's the very least. You don't start until everyone else's meals on the table. You you never double dip with anything. You don't go back into the sauce with something you've no. already had a bite out of. True, but I don't mind no, double dipping. Okay, dip. okay. When you finish your meal, you put your cutlery back straight. Nice on the, and straight. On the, if you're still going, you cross yeah, them over. Exactly. All Fair of enough. these things. Okay. They're good rules to live by. All of these things. Well, I went out for dinner the other night. I'm not going to name names because oh. I don't want this person to be. Uh, to be vilified for, uh, yep. for these manners. Ooh. but Do I know them? Uh, you might, but I'm, we will not be saying who okay. it is. So I'm sitting there at the table. We're, ha we're sitting down to a lovely meal, and we've got a few entrees. We've got How many people are there? 
There's four people at the table. So a fancy restaurant? Yeah, nice restaurant. Yeah. We've got some oysters to start with, a oh, dozen oysters. Very, okay. Very We've got fancy. some croquettes there with some sort of mayonnaise set up that you dip in. Oh. Anyway, this particular gentleman that had some poor manners, the first thing he's done is he's put pepper all over the oysters. What, on all 12? All 12. What? All 12. No. So I'm, I'm sitting there thinking... <laughs> I didn't want pepper on my oysters. Normally, if you got a bowl of chips, you might put the, yeah. the vinegar on half of them or the yeah, sauce on half. But So I thought, there you go. So now we're all having pepper. Okay. So that was a bad start. Then uh, he goes for the croquettes and he's had a bite. And I watched him because I just could oh, sense what was going to no. happen. Back into the uh, mayonnaise he's gone after he's had a bite. I thought, oh, no. not good That's enough. Now too. I know who he's talking about. And that, that concerns me. Yeah. <laughs> And Nathan, I we'll have to start this again if say, you do it. So, so anyway, then uh, then the steaks come out. Oh, you can't get steaks wrong, can you? No, but the steak came out and they weren't all out. There were four mm-hmm. people. We were waiting for a couple of oh, steaks. Don't tell me. He's halfway through his steak <laughs> before the other steaks have come out. So that was a concern to me. Anyway, it was a beautiful, a beautiful meal. I let it go. But then uh, the final straw came. When I was sitting at the table and I was talking to one of the other gentlemen across the table, I had my serviette on my lap. Yep. And I felt my serviette sort of rustle and, and move. <laughs> and I, I didn't think much of it. I just thought it had fallen off my uh, lap and I didn't want to take my attention off the person across <laughs> no, me. But then about 30 seconds later, I've noticed the serviette sort of come back and rustle onto my lap. But I thought it's picked itself up off the ground. But then I realised what had happened. The gentleman, no. the gentleman no. with the poor etiquette next to me, he has taken my serviette and wiped his own mouth and cleaned himself up. That's a horrendous right. mouth, too. Right. And then I know who he's talking about. And then put it back on my lap. Yeah. That's disgusting. I was in complete shock. I have never seen that before. So the question I'm asking today is, are table manners dead, lads? They're dead. On that that evidence, they are dead. That's extraordinary, isn't it? That is extraordinary. (laughs) Well, another one of the big issues that's plaguing the AFL this year, there's probably three big ones, but we're going to have a look at the security crackdown because it it is reached boiling point. Gil McLaughlin had probably the unprecedented action of, of coming out into a press conference, which he very he never does. He mm. comes out once a week on Neil Mitchell's show, and that's about it. That's the only time you'll ever get uh, Gil responding to anything in the media and, and these press conferences. But he came out this week. What what what's your take on it? Has he's they're still saying that there's been no directive? Do you agree? It's hard to know what's happened behind closed doors, but you've got to remember earlier this year there was that big blue at one of the Richmond games where haymakers were being thrown. That's scary. If I was yep. there with, with my daughter, I would be like, hey, this is not an environment I like. Yep. So I remember there was uproar then saying we need more security. So I've got no doubt things have been ramped up. They've spoken to the stadium management and and they've had a little bit of a crackdown, but it went too far at Marvel last weekend. I mean, mm. I've, I've been doing games for a long time, Brownie. I've never seen them marching up and down the aisles like that. It's clearly an overreaction, and I think the AFL got it completely wrong, and they've had it completely wrong all year. When you see that young Richmond supporter, who could throw him, we've all seen the vision. He was, yeah. he was 19, that kid, skinny little, and he was knocking people left, right and centre. That is the sort of thing that the yep. AFL has to come out hard on and go... Yep. You are banned for life. You do not come back to the football. And everybody sits up and takes notice. So there's no grey area as to what you can and can't do. Then we don't have the issue of last week and everybody's confused about what they can and can't say now. Just define it quite simply. And if anybody steps out of line in that sort of thing, if you're fighting, if you're swearing, 
you, you get banned yeah. and, and you never come back to the football yeah. and be hard on it and then people know where they stand. There's nothing worse than people not knowing where they stand. I don't, I don't mind if they stand at the back of the aisles and if someone is going over the top with language and, and vilification yep. or whatever it is, go and have a word to them and if they keep it up, then you're out. But uh, I think it went too far on the weekend and people that don't normally, you know, wouldn't say things outlandish in the media have come out, like particularly Nat Edwards who, who actually works yeah. at the AFL and she said, you know, they felt intimidated. So you've got to believe that and take it at face value. So, yeah, I think I think they've just got to peg it back a little bit. But we do want security at the footy. We've all had our run-ins with security, haven't we? Yeah, Night clubs times and, and time, When you're young and you're silly. And you're, Are you going to tell that story? About I'm going to tell that right. story. Because I thought it was an appropriate time to tell it. It happened <laughs> 19 years ago now, in, in yep. the 2000s. You've grown up a yeah, lot. It's a clear conscience. Grown up. We played Brisbane in a final and we got knocked out. First final, I think, qualified. 2000. 2000. Um, oh. And so we all went out. We went to the City Rowers Club, and it was a good good place. We ended up about, I think it was about 5 o'clock. Most of us walked out, went into KFC. It's late. Um, ordered a couple of Zinger burgers. Gee, they're good Zingers. Aren't yeah, they? Are, it's the best fast food burger there is. And uh, so it was taking a while, and there was a little uh, ATM machine, handheld one, and I was playing with it. And the girl behind the desk said, don't play with the ATM. Um, well, and ATM, rightfully so. ATM machine. Yeah, I, I didn't take it that well. I didn't take it that well at all. Um, so I kept playing with it, and all of a sudden... Oh. You were a naughty boy, weren't you? I feel this bear hug from behind me. So I think it's one of the boys just playing joke. So but then I see in a mirror that Did it's a security think, guard. Is that an overreaction to what you'd done? Exactly. You? It's right. a security guard for some reason decided. And I said, mate, if you don't let me go, shit's going to happen here. Oh, and I was pretty, the game the Stevie I, Baker. I was pissed. <laughs> and uh, so then I did the really courageous thing. He wouldn't let me go. Yep. Uh, the old reverse headbutt. Oh, <laughs> The reverse Taekwondo. head butt. And so then I went around, I spun oh, around geez. expecting a hail of punches into my head and I turned around, he's on the ground. Oh, he busted his schnoz. I've knocked him out. Oh. I've pinned the shoulders I'm back. Oh, I've grabbed my zinger. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah, that was it. But um, that wasn't it because then I woke up in the morning Did you and feel... walked out of the hotel room and there was about 100 cameras. Oh, you already, Yeah. I had to go to court in the end. I got fined, I think. Um, so you should. No, no, no. no. That's not. No, don't, yeah, that's don't not grab me. Don't grab me then. Okay. Well, don't play the left boss machine, please, Nathan. One Two wrongs don't make a right, Matthew. Okay. Would you? You now know that that behaviour is not. Yeah, I wouldn't do that now, yeah. Matthew. Yeah. Yeah. No. Hey, I had an incident. Well, it was a similar time. I was probably about nineteen. We went oh. to London, nineteen ninety four. They used to have those international games overseas in London at the Oval, and uh, we were young. We we're a bit green behind the ears. The and Battle few, of Britain few of us uh, lads were walking through a real touristy area of London and there's a very nice looking uh, young lady standing oh, yeah. at the door and she was inviting Sales us in. Executive. She took the big Tasmanians <laughs> over. She, she invited us in to the, watch a show, a burlesque type show yeah. it was meant to be. Oh, Entertainment. Okay. Yeah, Brandy. a bit like um, in Paris. What's the fam- famous? Moulin, Moulin Rouge. Rouge. A bit like the Moulin Rouge. That mm. was how they were building it up to us. Yep. And we thought, oh, this would be fantastic. Yeah. You know, this girl was very... You know, cordial at the Good door. Good at her job. Wanted us to come in. <laughs> certainly sucked you in, didn't she? So at the door, we had to pay twenty pounds, which is over fifty dollars, right? It's a just, lot of money back then. Just to get in. Yeah. Just to get in. We had a good show for that. Really. We walked down, and as soon as we walked in, I, I, I thought this doesn't feel right. <laughs> we walked down some stairs and into what they said was the waiting room before we were to go into the show. Yeah. We get into the waiting room, and they bought out four beers, four warm beers. Right. That's the only way they drink him over there. Very warm beers and Nail. asked for another 20 pounds. <laughs> no. And we said, oh, no, we thought that the 20 pounds got us in and our first drink. 
They said, no, your first drink's another 20 pounds. What? And a few of us started arcing up. And I said, listen, these guys were big security guards. I said, mm. listen, let's just give them the 20 pounds, okay? We don't want any trouble here. So anyway, we're sitting there for what felt like about 45 minutes. And these guys came back. And they then said, all right, it's time for, uh, time for the show, lads. Ooh, here we go. And then uh, they asked for 50 pounds for the show. And we said, no, no, no. We said, where is the show? Let us see it. There was no show. Oh, there was no show. There was kidding. no other room. All this place was, was you walk down the stairs into this dark room, waiting room, and they basically yeah. just ripped you off and threatened you till you paid. <laughs> Did you have to pay the next 50? And a few 50? of the other boys started arcing up. And, they, and I said, no, nah, boys, let's pay. And one of them said, no, nah, no, nah, Richo, we're not paying. And the security guard says, listen to Richo, you are paying. <laughs> <laughs> So we coughed out another 50 pounds each. That was 90 pounds we had spent. And, and we walked beer. up the stairs, out the door. The girl was still smiling at us and we walked off with our tail between our legs. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, ever argued with security and it's not worth it. Mm. It is the time of the podcast where we award the coveted Trumpet Award. The coveted? What's Ooh, coveted? Cool. The coveted. Mm, coveted. Coveted. I always get that word. The coveted Trumpet Award. Just to recap from last week, our best on who got out to an absolute fly. He's just been treading water recently. Lockie Neal on 14, Steve Cornelio on 12, Jeremy Cameron and Patrick Cripps both on 7, and Aaron Norton, he got six votes in one round while you worst on. Almost an unassailable lead. Now the AFL is up to 26 votes. Christo, the count of Christo, 14. Carlton Footy Club, 12. Essendon, 11. Have you done Joe a complete update of that yet? Yes, Richard. You, you ask All this right. every week. Okay, well, good. I think I have. So what do we do? Best on? The, the coveted. The coveted. <laughs> I don't know. His parents, private school tuition. It's really, was, uh, just been I was so on a well, scholarship, Nathan. It was worth that They didn't pay a cent for my private school fees. What, what did you get a scholarship I had a tri- for? Well, I had a double scholarship for athletics and for academia. And well, the then in year got nine, out of that, didn't they? in year nine, I picked, I picked. This is a true story. In year nine, I, I've never played an instrument. I picked up an oboe. Just had like a, I could just play it, and I got a music scholarship. Is that right? Yeah. So well, I had a triple scholarship. All right. And that has um, come to fruition. Yeah. How? <laughs> Look, I might just I might have relaxed a little bit during school, thinking <laughs> I was. This, but uh, no, it's, right. it's right. not right. about One me. Vote. I gave the security. We've already spoken about security. Two votes to Ben Stratton, old pinchy pinchy, and three votes to Jaden Stevenson. Well, I agreed with you, and I didn't uh, talk to you beforehand, but I think it was obvious on the weekend. Marvel Stadium had a mare, yep, and they've admitted it that they went a bit overboard. Ben Stratton too, and obviously Jaden oh, wow. Stevenson. So exactly the same. Mm. Here we go. All right, best on I gave. Now we give it to the AFL. They're on top of the poor leaderboard, but I yep. thought the way they handled the pinching incident and the Jaden Stevenson ban was terrific. Got out, got on the front and foot, the and that's how. And Gil. They should handle most things. So I gave them one vote have, for the just best on that, Has Collingwood and AFL come to an agreement there before? Have they, has Collingwood gone to the AFL and said, look, we, we need him for finals? It feels we'll, a little we'll bit... We'll report, give him 10 weeks, but we need him back for finals. It feels a little bit Doesn't manipulated it? that he's back for finals. It but does. 10 weeks is a long time. It's tough yep. to play someone who hasn't played for 10 weeks as and well. Plus, any integrity issue over the years, he's had the harshest penalty of anyone. Yeah. And that yep. includes salary cap breaches and the like with, mm. um, with Adelaide. So... so you still going? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Just, <laughs> two and three come after one. Two votes to Brad Crouch. What a season he's had. He's oh. a smoky for the Brownlow. Yep. 43 disposals. He is, isn't he? And three yeah. votes. Uh, he was 41 bucks last week too. Three votes to uh, Sonny Walters. He is flying. He is the best small forward in the competition. He's overtaken Eddie Betts this year. 
Okay, I gave one to Big Riley O'Brien. Yes, yes. Form. playing well. I know Gorn and Grundy are the bet, but this young man's yeah. played less than 15 games and his last two weeks have been <clears> outstanding. Two to Jack Billings. He's going to get that new yep. contract at St Kilda. He's been uh, really good for the Saints this year and he had his best game of his career just about, I reckon. And they wouldn't have won without Jack Billings. No, they wouldn't have. And three to Sonny Walters. He is a superstar. Mm. Yep. He has gone into the next uh, category. He's a genuine superstar. For a bloke that couldn't run out of sight when he first started and had huge issues to be where he is. I mean, Ross sent him away, didn't he? Yeah. The thing with uh, Walters, he just proves that if you you knuckle down and you train hard and Mm. you change your attitude, you can can go Did you ever kick any... Did you ever need a score involvement after the siren in any of your careers? No. Never had two, it. Two, two, two and two, two weeks. Two and two weeks. Well, that, that means the best on does not change. Lucky Neil still on 14, Cornelia on 12. But what we do see is Crouch comes up on seven votes, while the worst on, still the AFL on 26 votes. Gentlemen. Still stuck in this annoying time of the year when we've only got six games. It does mean we've got Thursday night footy and Friday night footy at the SCG tomorrow. Are you both going over for that one? No, no not I'm going to Sydney night. Hawthorne, yes. Ooh. It's not like I'm in Adelaide Saturday night. I thought you had a no travel clause in your Friday night only no in travel. Melbourne. That's not in. That's just what seven do. Cost really? cutting, mate. It is. Oh well, what channel seven not well, making enough? Jude Bolton's in Sydney, so Jude does the best. Oh, you're better than Jude. They should be saying no, their number Jude's one man. Fantastic. So Sydney Hawthorne, I've got a bet for you. I think Sydney win this game. I, I worry yeah. where Hawthorne can kick their scores from last week. Can't believe they're not playing. Would you Ruffhead. be playing Ruffett? Yeah, there yeah. You go. Well, they they're, they're kicking to Big Segler, who's a good player, but he's do you no Ruffett. Think Ruffhead. he'll come in this week. Um, don't know. I've got a feeling he might come in. Why wouldn't way. they be playing? I don't. I don't understand it. Well, clearly, they've got no one to kick he, to. He clearly needed to go out of the side for form reasons, but he probably should have come back in. Same game, multi. I think Ooh. Sydney cover the line, which as we speak right now is twelve and a half. Because I don't think Hawthorne could kick enough score. George Hewitt to get twenty five plus. Yep. He's had it through the last four games. And James Warple to get twenty five plus. He's had it the last four games in a row. That's eight dollars fifty for that. Jeez. I like that. Richo, how do, you, do you see the same Sydney winning? I do. Uh, I was up there for that West Coast game a few weeks ago, and just their ball movement was as good as I've seen from the Swans for a long time. Still scoring a lot of their goals from their half-back line, which isn't sustainable in finals and big games. They've got to get a forward half game going. Papley's been outstanding. Mm. He, he's one of the best small forwards in the comp now. Can go through the midfield. Buddy back in form. Sam Reid oh. playing well. There's no um, one better to watch, is there? I just can't. Buddy in full flight. I can't mm. see Hawthorne scoring enough. No. I know the Swans at times don't score, but they're looking better at the moment. Their last six weeks has been pretty pretty good, actually. Has been very good. Hey, there's a game that I'm I'm quite looking forward to, just because of it's your Premiership favourites, Geelong. They head over to Adelaide. Port Adelaide play very well over there. $2.80 on off of Port Geelong. These are the best so back Port Adelaide side. play well over in Adelaide. They, well, they do. Okay. They're, well, if they're over-indexing, just, just, then other away side, then other Adelaide. home side is Nathan. $2.80 for Port Adelaide, Geelong, $1.42. Will the Cats win this one? I'll give you a stat. The Cats have lost their last seven games after the bye. Now, I know they're a different Geelong That's side this year. incredible, isn't it? But yeah. that is a big, That's big a stat. That's a good stat. Yep. Where'd you get that from? Uh, it's not uh, his, clearly. No. Going around the place. Uh, Port Adelaide, 280. Geelong, $1.42. The line is 13 and a half. Look, I think Geelong win. I just think they're going to be too good. But I wouldn't be surprised if Port Adelaide pushed them. Yep. Um, and But uh, I still think Geelong will win. Um, if Charlie Dixon plays, I'm not sure whether he does or not, but good luck to him. Yeah, a few coming back in for Port. Now, Hartlett came back in last week and played pretty well. How can you tip against Geelong? Mm. Outstanding season. Their defence 
is unbelievable. Matthew mm. Scarlett, like he, he must be a really good coach, Scarlett. I mean, he's turned Blitzass into an absolute elite yeah. fullback. This is a guy that was an athlete that didn't play a lot of footy. Scarlett's turned him into Matty Scarlett. He's one of the best and fairest on the wing yeah. um, and as a second yeah. ruckman, and now he's won one at yeah. fullback. And he's plucked uh, Tom Stewart. Tom Stewart. Uh, that's the story, isn't it? Tom yeah. Stewart, straight from the Geelong Their defense. free league and... You can't Straight get him. through it. You can't get through that yeah. defence. Charlie Dixon is the. But we interviewed him a few weeks ago. The best interview we've ever done. He just really? of himself, funny. Just talks like a normal human being yeah. and doesn't really care what people think of him well, or that's what the good. club. Yeah, that's it was like a Sydney's ripping, refreshing, interview. ripping interview. And that's why we've got to encourage these personalities, not rip them down. The game needs it. Uh, now Geelong win. The thing about the Adelaide Oval is, if you have a look at the dimensions of it, it's a narrow ground, similar to similar to Cattery. Geelong, and Geelong defend those narrow grounds better than anyone. So yeah, they win. Right. Time to pick the mind of our great mate Richo. So normally we ask one question, you ask a question, I ask a question, you ask a question. You yep. ready to go? Uh, I have opted to not do any questions this week. Why is that? I forgot we had this. <laughs> Can I have some okay. of yours? This okay. is what. <laughs> Question number one. Dealing with here, mate. Who is a better host, Michael Wall or Richard Hummerston? Uh, well, after that, I'd have to say Michael oh, Wall. Well, well uh, you num- can't expect me to pump you up now. No, that, uh, I'm, I'm uh, sitting with your coach at the moment. <laughs> I'm sitting right with your attitude needs to lift. In the theme of pinching, what's something on field you've been embarrassed about? Uh, well, many things, but uh, probably belittling David Roden one day and I got dropped for it and Roden is a beautiful man and I always regretted that and I still do oh, that's a good he is a beautiful man he is. isn't he I've yeah. never He's met anyone on, as though. nice as David Roden David Roden would be in the top couple of people I've met in football yep. yeah behind me is he still going on point <laughs> you're yes we're a long way down the list Nathan when you attend the spring carnival <laughs> for uh, for Bogues Lion Lion Nathan do you think you are the most important person in the room no I don't oh, but I, I beg to where do they, they put you in the bird catch yeah, the furphy, Marquis. Were you smacked as a child? Yeah, I had the wooden spoon. and Yeah. Good too. Do you uh, smack your kids? D- what? Daryl Cullinan <laughs> was Shane Warne's bunny. Who was yours? <laughs> no, I don't do this. Oh, he's too nice to even... You can no, say, oh, who, well, who did you always destroy? Kepler Bradley wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> do you pay for the car you drive? No, I don't. I've got an ambassador arrangement. <laughs> what is it? Who for? Do you give him a plug? Ferntree Gully here under. What are you driving? Getting an Elantra. Hey, what have you got? No, I've got a nice uh, Infinity at the moment. Can you yeah. change a tyre? Yes, I can, and have done quite often. Are you still happy with the tattoo you got? <laughs> no. no. Where Where is it? It's on my wrist. Look at that. Oh, the yeah. star. There you go. The star. What? And what, what was sort the, of star is it? What does it mean? It's a star pentacle. of David. It's a pentacle. Well, it's a bit, there's a bit star of David. <laughs> Isn't it? Are you happy with yours? It's Green? got positive energy. No. That that is when I go like that. That is giving you guys. Positive <laughs> oh dear! Energy. That is <laughs> that, that is the meaning behind it. Thank you. You feel good. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. All right, that's it. I have some questions next week, Rich. I will. Sorry. <laughs> oh, well, geez, we're just radiating with positive energy yeah, after that. Thank good? you, Rich. I do. Brandy, that, do you that feel is better? What, that is what a pentacle is. It, mm. it, it, just if you if you're listening to this and you haven't watched the podcast, Richo's got a little a triangle. It's almost a star of David on his wrist. It's and he says if you starts, if you sort of show it to people, it projects. No, if I directed energy. towards you, the, the reason I got it was that it is a positive energy coming oh. towards you. <laughs> well, I, I, you I should feel, be more positive, both of you. Mm. Well, I, I feel a lot more positive. Thanks. Can you give us? I go to church. Oh, I'm okay. <laughs> Brownie, give us your. Um, you're tackling a, a movie. I'm not sure if you're up to this one. This is a big movie scene. 
a big one. So let's have a look. It is. Uh, well, I've decided to have what a look this, this week at Fight Club. Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. The second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Third rule of Fight Club, someone yells stop, goes limp, taps out, the fight is over. Fourth rule, only two guys to a fight. Fifth rule, one fight at a time, fellas. Sixth rule, no shirts, no shoes. Seventh rule, fights will go on as long as they have to. And the eighth and final rule, if this is your first night at Fight Club, you have to fight. Yeah, it's a good scene. Oh, I love Brad Pitt. Richo, yeah. I've, I've got my doubts here. Brad Pitt used to be the coolest man in the world. So you need to explain how you're going to do this. Okay, so this is the pinching scene. This right. is pinching, yep. obviously Ben Stratton yeah. and uh, Fantasia or Fantasia. Whatever way you want to say it. Right, eh? Okay. Do you need anyone? Does Richo have no, any lines? No, it's all, it's all me. Been cold. Craig Kelly walks in. <laughs> He's like the Don of pinching. And it pans across to the crowd and we see Benny Stratton and Orazio Fantasia there. Mood so scene. this is Kelly like speaking. This. He set the scene. Welcome to Pinch Club. The first rule of Pinch Club is you do not talk about Pinch Club. The second rule of Pinch Club is we do not pinch bleeders. The third rule is if someone goes limp, taps out, stays stop, say stop, then we pinch harder. The fourth rule, only two pinches to a pinch. Fifth rule, no shirts, no shoes, no bleeders. Bleeders are bad for business. If you bleed, you leave, gentlemen. The sixth rule of Pinch Club, pinches will go on as long as they have to. And the last rule of Pinch Club is if it's your first time to pinch, you have to pinch. <laughs> oh, so I had my doubts, Brownie, but again, you have just come up trumps. <laughs> I admire you each week trying yeah. to do this. I didn't mind the, the fifth rule. The no shoes, no shirts, yeah, it was, no bleeders. It was I like the scene setter because like bleeders are bad for business. Yeah, I did like the scene I setting. Get points for that. The dawn of pinching Ned Kelly. Comes <laughs> yeah. in. I like that. Oh, well, that will do us. And again, now if you're listening on your phone on the way home, just get out your phone, put into this your browser, hugowines.com.au. You will not be disappointed. And don't Ooh. have a bad attitude when you play twos this week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the se- 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 sevenths. Seventh. <laughs> <laughs> that will do us. Like, comment, subscribe, but most importantly, gamble responsibly.